I love the reading that we heard from the letter to the Galatians this morning. In fact, I love St. Paul in general. He tends to get a bad rap because his writings can seem convoluted and judgmental to us. But once you figure out what he's trying to say, he's compelling and actually very human. St. Paul truly understands the complexities and challenges of life. Now, the writings of Paul are not simple by any means, but he is often trying to lay things out in clear juxtaposition, knowing that most of us are struggling in the middle. In the Galatians reading today, Paul is contrasting the fruits of the Spirit with the works of the flesh to say that the fruits serve the freedom we have in Christ but the works of the flesh enslave us. The key to Paul is understanding what he does and does not mean with some of his terms. And the church has not done a very good job of this over its history. By flesh and the works of the flesh, Paul means self-centered living, as opposed to God-centered living. He does not mean that flesh is inherently bad. Indeed, it can't be because it was created by God. And when Paul says fornication, he does not mean all sex. He means sex that is solely focused on self-gratification or on power over another person. Paul's argument is that Christ has set us free to truly be who God created us to be. And the kinds of relationships that follow from our Christian freedom are relationships that exemplify neighborly love. The fruits of the Spirit are how we love our neighbor as ourselves. And to love yourself is to know God's love for you. The works of the flesh are those things which interfere with loving your neighbor as yourself. It's important to be clear that Paul is not critiquing desire. He's critiquing how the flesh desires. Desire in and of itself is not bad, for even God deeply desires a relationship with each one of us. The issue Paul is addressing is that the flesh desires the wrong things, or desires good things, but in the wrong way. The desires of the flesh are disordered, and they enslave us to our passions. The works of the flesh pursue idols instead of a connection with God. And Paul says this in a letter to the church because this behavior is damaging to the life of a community. It's not just harmful to the spiritual life of the individual, but the works of the flesh 
are detrimental to the life of a community. So Paul is contrasting the fruits of the Spirit, which are focused on others, with the works of the flesh, which are focused on the self. And so often we choose the works of the flesh. The fruits of the Spirit and the works of the flesh are often depicted as two trees, with each kind being the fruit on that tree. It is easier for us to reach the works of the flesh than the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit just takes more work, but ultimately it is more fulfilling than the works of the flesh. The fruits of the Spirit are abundant. They never run out. But the works of the flesh are fostered by a sense of scarcity and fear, which is what happens when we don't trust God. Now remember that this is a letter to a church advising them on how to live the Christian life. So as we gather here for church this morning, it is also a letter to us. And for me, St. Paul's letters, the readings we hear on Sundays are always homework. I realize it's summer, but St. Paul's letters to me are always homework. Not like, oh, that was nice good story, good commentary. Like, you got to work with Paul. It takes some work. So I'm giving you some summer school homework. And I want to encourage you to uh, take the bulletin home with you and really study this passage from Galatians. Look at the list of the fruits of the Spirit and the list of the works of the flesh. In your life, what are you feasting on? Are there changes that you need to make? Perhaps there are other works of the flesh in your life. Can you identify them? I think a, a big one in Marin, I think, is, is the whole uh, FOMO you know, fear of missing out. We're often very commitment-phobic because we don't want to miss out on something else that might come up that would be more self-satisfying. That's a work of the flesh. What fruits of the Spirit are hardest for you? I realized recently, well, on a clergy retreat, that self-control is actually the fruit of the Spirit that I struggle with the most. Self-control. At the 8 o'clock sermon, or at the 8 o'clock service after the sermon, while people were leaving, a parishioner said to me that what, what she actually struggles with is overdoing the fruits of the Spirit. 
if you overdo the fruits of the Spirit to someone who is really just taking advantage of them, that can be harmful to you. And at the end of the day, you've got to harvest your own fruits of the Spirit. Someone can't do all that work for you. And you can't expect them to. Now remember, St. Paul was not just writing to us as individuals, but as a church, as a community. So as we approach the 4th of July, it's worth considering these lists in light of our national life. Our political discourse in the country is far more works of the flesh than fruits of the Spirit on all sides. We have started to treat kindness as a weakness. We vilify those who don't share our views, whatever they are. We don't make space for others. Freedom as we see in this reading, is a biblical value. Personal liberty is an American value. They are both good and important values. But it's important that we don't conflate them or confuse them with each other. From a biblical and Christian perspective, it's always important that we don't make personal liberty an idol used to deny the integrity of others. Christian freedom, as Paul describes it, is first and foremost about responsibilities, not about rights. And the great paradox of the Christian life is that it is only by submitting to God that we can become truly free We are free when we focus on others. And our goal is to become more and more like Jesus and less and less focused on our own desires. Our society is obsessed with diets. I have several friends trying to convince me to go on the keto diet, which I guess is the latest fad. This passage from Galatians is essentially the Christian diet. And it's not a fad. And it always works. Avoid the works of the flesh. And feast on the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control.